Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today does everyone recognize that voice back again the one and only mr isaac mizrahi hi david how are you darling we have to stop meeting like this isaac i know it's true it's true where are you i kind of love those beautiful squares of um violet they're so pretty yeah Everyone loves those pinks. I am in, I'm close to you. I mean, if I, although I don't think you're in New York, I'm, I'm in Chelsea on 20th. Nice. So that's your living room. It's chic. That is my living room. I used to live at 65 West 13th Street above <gasps> your good friend, Michael Kors. I'm just Come assuming on. he's your, so yes, I we love lived, each other, Michael and I. Yeah. Okay. Well, he was my downstairs neighbor for a while. So I was like very close to where you live. Not to give your address to the world. <laughs> or Michael Kors's address to everybody. Yeah, everywhere. I guess he still lives there. But <laughs> are you in are you in New York or are you in the Hamptons? At the moment I'm in Bridgehampton, where I pretty much live, you know, I I I I have I have such a like New York is my hometown and I've been there since I'm a kid, you know. I've lived in the apartment I have. Well, I mean I I I in that building, I literally got that first apartment there in like 1993 or something crazy and then I got another place down the hall and then I got the place in between and so now it's like this mega kind of like you know presence in the village and and I love it and of course I I live there but I since like I don't know like literally 15 years or something I'm mostly in Bridgehampton and then in the city and sometimes in Pennsylvania, you know, it's a lot of, I'm, I'm, I'm in a lot of different places. But How happy are you that you combine three apartments like oh my God. in a day? I am the happiest person in the world. David, it's so posh. And I could never, never have afforded it. I'm just telling you that. Like, a- absolutely not. Like, that big of an apartment, like, anywhere in New York City. But especially not the village. I mean, Isn't it's crazy. Isn't it crazy what? like it's become here in the yes. like it's literally in even the apartment 65 west 13th like i mean i sold it i did it well but like right. it's just crazy it's you crazy. know what darling i feel like we have to start slumming it and move uptown like i'm not kidding we have to move to like the dangerous edgy places like 
Madison and 65th Street. No kidding. Like, seriously, I feel like that. We talked about this last time you were here, too. I'm I'm I can't believe I would consider it like I like it up there, which I mean, if you told me this even like seven years ago, I would have told you like you're insane. For free, yes, but even if I had to pay a dollar, <laughs> I would have told you you're. I mean, never live on like mid, like that Regency Cafe where you were, Cafe Carlisle, that whole area. I oh, love. and now me too. I just love it. I just love it. And and the thing is, like, I don't know what it is. It's a whole like Sex in the City thing. Like, I don't think I could do a borough. I don't. Which is no. very not not for anything. Like when I go to Brooklyn and when I go to like you know Long Island City, I'm in heaven it's so chic and fabulous and alive there but I don't know what it is I'm always afraid that it's going to take me forever to get somewhere and then I'm going to have to like you know um think about what where to take my shoes to be cobbled or like my clothes to be dry cleaned or something you know the new what's the what's the il cantonori of of Long Island City you know is there one I don't know I don't know. And the thing is, like, it's not that much cheaper. Yes, it's cheaper. You get more space. But at the end of the day, I I can't do a borough either. Like, and no, no disrespect. It's just not for me. (sighs) Yeah. And there are some people that are in the boroughs who are so smart. And who were looking at us going like, really, Queen? Um, Like, you know, I have this friend who has this unbelievable apartment in Brooklyn. It's so chic. It's on this block that is just so gorgeous in this pre-war building and she looks at like the whole city like that's her view is of like me basically you know that's crazy I know it's crazy she's so lucky this do you think you would ever sell do you live in the same building as like where Marissa Tomei and John Waters used to live yes 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 I'm obsessed with New York real estate I just like I'm I, I know these things that's crazy everybody lives in that building now did John sell his place in my building <gasps> I don't know did he used he? to live no I don't think so that would kill me if John Waters moved out I mean also for him it's a piano because he lives mostly in Baltimore you know so I think do you think I he'll think. always own that apartment I bet he better otherwise how will I how will I care to ride the elevator because it's so chic to run into John Waters in your elevator I have to tell you It's a very New York thing. It is a very New York thing. It surely is. So the last time you were here, we talked about so much, but here are like little tidbits of things before we get into some other things that we didn't touch upon or we didn't touch upon enough. So this might seem like I have ADD today, but these are my like top line things that I'm like, we have to discuss. So I want to talk about unzipped for a minute because we didn't really get into it. I mean, I know, listen, we're, we're going way back. But it was great. But here's the thing. Like, it really was before a lot, you know, reality TV. It was like, okay, yes. we had, like, Truth or Dare with Madonna. Yes. That's the one movie that sticks out. Like, did you have any reservations for saying yes to Unzipped? Because it um, really was really, novel at the no. time now. You know, I didn't really reserve. I, 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 honestly, I, I, um, it, was, it was sort of this big process. It was this big responsibility you know um there were always like um hardships surrounding that thing you know it was no easy task to shepherd that from the beginning to the end and um and and so like that's the only thing that I was reserved about as for and also I was I was a little bit you know times are different now times are so different like there was this whole kind of society in place in the 90s when they were shooting that, you know, um, it wasn't chic to have a, cr- a crew with you at a party. It was very unchic. People looked down at it. They, they kind of scoffed at it a little bit, you know, um, and, and especially like in Paris, man, 
you cannot imagine. It, it was the kind of like the turning point, like we were ugly Americans up until, I'm not exactly sure when they became ugly French people, you know? It's like, they look just as ugly as anybody else now if you go to Paris, right? Like you oh, go, oh God, board shorts and flip-flops, and then they're like French people, you know what I mean? So it's like, I'm not sure when that tipping point occurred, but it did, but before oh. then, like people at Dave, for instance, that wonderful restaurant that's featured in the movie, or like at the Bristol Hotel where I stay all the time, they were just like, oh God, really a camera crew? Oh dear, you know, like who is this vile, who is this vulgar human being, you know? That's just the way the world was. And I, I can't really describe it to you or people younger than me because you just won't understand. You can't understand there was like a real oh God, people really, are you really promoting yourself? Are you really doing a video about yourself? Are you really, I mean, there was just this thing you didn't do. And now you, 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 you can't, you can't, I don't know. It's unless you have a film crew with you, you're sort of nothing, you know, but in those days it was rough. And that was, that was what killed me. Like being in public, it was fine. You know, shooting when I was in the bathtub with my boots, fine. I don't care in my living room or something fine or in my studio, it was especially fine, but really on the outside, like at parties or in Paris, I say, or restaurants or something that was like really hard. You know? And that was for here, like in New York too, like, you oh, know, yes, gauche or like, darling. who are you? Gauche, darling, gauche. If gauche had more than one syllable, we would scream three syllables. Gauche. I, yeah, that's a hard world to imagine. Now it's like someone walks in and like, there's a film crew. You're just like, you don't even think right. twice about it. Yeah. I mean, it's like a sex tape or something, you know, like we used to think sex tapes were like, the most crazy, scary things. I remember like going to my friend Lisa's house in, in, in Beverly Hills to literally to screen the sex tape of Tommy Lee and, and, and Pamela Anderson. Like we were so excited. And like, you know, Diane Keaton was, it was, I mean, people came to Lisa's house to watch the screening of this sex tape. And now, and we were like, oh my God, oh, oh, rewind that. You know, it was like a crazy, and now you're literally nothing without, you know, some kind of penetration, right? Like some kind of tape of, you know, seriously, right? Who else was at this? So like, was this like oh, a planned, was... like week-long screening, like VIP? No, Diane no, no, Keaton. it was like, oh, come over. I was in Los Angeles and my friend Lisa said, come over. And it was, I came over and it was like all these people in her living room and it was a screening of this crazy video it was so chic who was, was there Diane Keaton. I'm not gonna well yes for instance but Jim Brooks was there were a few people there trust me there was some people at this party yeah I've never screening. seen that sex tape you should Tommy Lee is very inspiring and so is Pamela Anderson boy she has a body oddy oddy eyes all tats and you'll love it it's so now I've heard there's lots of good things about Tommy Lee I've heard <laughs> Well, their son is in the hills. The hills, Uh-oh. new beginnings. This new, yeah, Ooh. Brandon Thomas Lee. It's to on its second that. season. Yeah, mm. add the hills to your roster. But yeah, that's interesting. I didn't realize. I mean, I didn't even think about that as being right. You walk in with a camera crew. Interesting. That was the hard part about Unzipped. And, and you know, also like at your show and getting the girls to agree because it was a different world. It was like a private world. I, I'm not kidding you. I'm going to tell you this, David. Like, 
you know, like it took us a minute, my generation, to figure out what the hell was going on with like red carpets, you know, like red carpets weren't a thing. Like it was the paparazzi. They would like run after a real celebrity would be like run after. They would not seek out. You would not get your publicist to call and say, oh, you know, they're going to be at that restaurant. Send the paparazzi like they do now. In the old days, it was like you would run away from being picture take pictures taken. You wouldn't do this where there was no such thing. And I remember, like, I promise this is something like I was waiting on a red carpet sometime in like the late 90s or the early aughts or something. Yeah. And, and, and Paris Hilton was in front of me. And I was watching her like pose for the paparazzi. I was like, oh, no, girl, you're not supposed to pose. Like you're posing? What the fuck? And then and, and she was right because the pictures were heaven. I mean, she was literally like working the light source, you know, and posing for these pictures. And I was like, oh, darling, that's the opposite of what you're supposed to be like hiding. You get in, you go inside the back way if you're really if you're really madonna you know you go in the back way you know seriously i remember once i was in london and 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 i don't remember who it was i think it was natasha richardson who was a friend of mine and i remember like i was at the ivy having dinner with like all these cool people like i think i swear to you it was um oh uh the fabulous person who plays um oh well anyway so and and suddenly Natasha's there with Liam, I guess, right? Having dinner at the Ivy. And and we were like, how did they get in? And they came through the back because they didn't want their picture taken. You know what I mean? That is, hello, hello. Yes. That is thumbs up. Now, when you saw the pictures of Paris after, when you thought she was making a photo, you like, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. I'm sorry. She's right. And she, and kind of like ushered that whole thing in. She did. She ushered that whole thing in. That's, I'm trying to give you the different world that was yeah. before unzipped and after unzipped, you know, like that's what I'm talking about. It was that gauche thing and that just turned overnight, you know, it just went boom. Suddenly it was only about taking, you know, having people take your picture on the street. Yeah. 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 What about, no, I mean, I could see it, Linda and I don't like it being hard to convince these people oh, are like, what do you mean? Like, because totally. it was like, right, yes. like day class A to be promoting yourself or a little bit it was a little bit day class a i'm telling you it was a little bit day class a to promote yourself and you kind of had to do it if you were going to sell stuff you had to do it and but it was not it was it was definitely frowned upon but really isaac you were just ahead of your time well or just you know just foolish or something you know i don't know either ahead of your time or foolish or both well the movie worked out and was phenomenal so thank you yeah i agree what about your talk show? Let's talk about oh, that. I loved my, that was the best thing in the world. Because, really? Yeah, really, because it was, I mean, at least the first three years were divine, you know, um, or four years, I think it was on Oxygen, those first four years, they were just great. And what was great about it is like, I was working at Target, you know, working for Target, doing this line for Target, which was fabulously successful which was was also ahead of its time yeah that was very ahead of its time yeah it really was that was you know okay and um um and and well only because it worked I mean you know Halston had the idea to do it for JCPenney but it just didn't work he didn't understand what he was doing there it was too that was a little too ahead of its time you know right you were Um, at the exact but it was a genius idea I was I just thought that it would be the right time you know, um, but as far as the talk show is concerned, you know, I just was kind of this 
like flotsam, jetsam in the sea of New York City at the time. And I was doing that show downtown. I was doing a one person show downtown and this wonderful producer, Dory Berenstein, you know, who worked at Oxygen approached me and she said, and I said, oh my God, of course. So we started and we just started. Like we didn't have committees and people and, you know, work in television today. It's a little bit of like a, you know, it's there's a, a lot thing. of people and it's great. I have to tell you, it's great to know opinions before you make mistakes. But in those days you just kind of did it. And, um, and it was cable, it was like early cable TV. And here's the thing, like I didn't have, we didn't have a schedule. It was like, we had a really good crew. We had this cute little studio. The, this first, the first one was like on near you in Chelsea. Like it was a storefront in Chelsea. And we literally huh. just had that studio. And it's like, oh, you can make it on Thursday at five. Great, we'll get right back to you. And we got all the whole crew and everybody assembled Thursday at five. And that's how we got such fabulous people on that show, you know? We had amazing, I had some of the most amazing guests for early cable, forget about it. You know, you name it, honey. I had that person, you know. You had a lot of, who was your favorite? Like you had like your favorites, a couple. Do you get as stressed out when planning a vacation as I do? Where to go, what to do, where to stay? I definitely needed some extra help in choosing the perfect spot for my next vacation. And that is why I turned to Apple Vacations. They're great. They're known as America's favorite vacation company for good reason. Just think of them, and this is music to my ears, as your one-stop shop for that next-level summer vacation. Apple Vacations will help you plan your entire getaway with confidence from start to finish. We're talking personalized service, exceptional values, and so much more. Plus, you can choose the most gorgeous destinations like Mexico, the Caribbean, Central America, Hawaii, and the continental U.S., Each all-inclusive Apple Vacations package includes round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, meals, drinks, entertainment, and tips. Nonstop transfers are also included at no additional cost at select hotels. So the entire vacation is as seamless as possible. For a limited time, you can use promo code SAND75 That's SAND75 and take $75 off your stay at Live Aqua in Cancun or Punta Cana. Just go to applevacations.com slash BTVR to get the steal of a deal to your favorite Live Aqua resort today. Again, just go to applevacations.com slash BTVR to get this amazing deal at your favorite Live Aqua resort today. I mean, you uh, had a lot of great. Well, guys. you know, the pilot was Sarah Jessica Parker. That was like, so she really was a very great help to, to do that. That was a great big help. But I mean, you know, it was like everybody, you name it. I yeah, had like, like Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell and, and, uh, and Natalie Portman and uh, Kira Knightley. I mean, everybody was on my show at some point in some way or other. Uh, Helen Mirren. I'm just trying to think. Helen Mirren was really a great guest. The the, uh, the Go-Go's, Belinda Carlisle, and they sang and it was too fabulous. I mean, they sang just sitting around and Ben was there and he played Vacation and they sang and it was like too great, you know? You and I like the same music. Oh my God, Belinda Carlisle. Please follow her on Instagram because she's so beautiful. Like she's so pretty. I do follow her. Good, because she's everything, everything. And the face, and there was a a poster for her singing the other day. 
And it wasn't even such a good angle. And she still looks gorgeous. And the face, okay, the bone structure, the bone structure. She's literally, she's gorgeous. She is. She is gorgeous. Yeah. You know who she reminds me of? And this is not, there's no shade, but I mean, she reminds me of Priscilla Presley. She does. I feel like they look alike, right? I know what you mean about that. Yes. It's kind of like Priscilla Presley, only the most sophisticated, like genius kind of version of that, you know? Belinda's like naturally just gorgeous, like effortless, like beatnik. How did we get on the subject of Belinda Carlisle? It just made my day. I have to say, I'm so much happier. (laughs) You told me last time you loved Debbie Harry and I told you I I loved She was on my show. Debbie Harry was on my show. Debbie and Belinda. And we sang a little bit together. I mean, you just tell me, you just name a name and it's like, they were probably on my show. Madge was on my show. Madonna was on my show. She was. Sandra was, yes, she was, honey. Sandra was on my show. Um, You name it, honey, you name it, really. How, I mean, I know, you know, you're friends with Sandra and all that. I know Belinda's friends with Sandra, but let me not, not to me. Right. Those are two. How, how was Madge on your show? It was, I mean, honestly, to be perfectly honest with you, it was like part of a, a, like she didn't come to do my show. I went to her little studio and we did a segment from my show. That's what, how she was on my show. But it's still, it was a great guest to have. I mean, I was going to say, honey, like I would get on a plane right now and go fly to wherever she is for of one second of her on this policy. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> don't Absolutely. sell yourself short. No, no, you know, I mean, but yeah. it was a fabulous thing. Um, and, um, and, and, and I have to tell you that whole time in my life, it feels, sometimes it feels like so distant that I don't, it does, never happened. And like, when I tell myself, it's like, I pinch myself, it goes, it do, it, I, did that really happen? Did it happen? Did it happen? And it did happen, you know? And so I feel like a little crazy sometimes when I remember this stuff, I do. You have the gift of gab. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm working on a podcast. Will you be on my podcast if I, if I end up having yes. one? I guessed okay. on podcasts all the time. And you know what? All Just right. podcast hosts make the best guests. They do. Because we get how of it works. Course. Oh, I know. I know. I know. You should do a podcast. Okay. I would totally come on your podcast. All You're right. like, what's your podcast? If you do one, is it going to be fashion? Is it going to be- We have to talk about it. We have to, actually, I have an idea. I want to do a kind of um, roundtable, non-sequitur discussion with contributors. Not I, just- I I don't want to do the guest thing so much. I want to have like really special guests like once a month or something, because, you know, you are one of the pioneers, like you've been doing this. So you understand the treadmill of bookings, you know, like that is like, whoo. I mean, I was, I went through that with my talk show and I would do it again, of course, but I feel like this podcast should be more about like regular who you have really good, somewhat people that you have really good. I have some very good, um, uh, 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 conversation sort of combustibles with people like we get together and we have um, chemistry and we just yeah. talk, talk and talk and talk and say like smart things and very silly things and a lot of funny things and probably a lot of like terrible things too you know that makes for a good podcast I mean in like having like a regular panel I mean it's yes. a lot of people are not really doing it it's almost like the view yes with a podcast style exactly darling that's what I'm sort of looking at right now I'm hoping okay to I'm yeah, like here for collaborators. it collaborators yeah exactly okay. I'm here for it and do you want it to be like a bunch of like gay men like like how do you foresee well this? I've sort of been casting it and the, yes there are some there are some gay that's mostly it's all gay men and one woman you Feel know. free to cast me, honey. I'm like available. <laughs> okay, I will do. I will show. I'm one of those crazy, like, I'm a crazy, like, work person. Like, I'm like, 
I'm kind of like Bethany Frankel in the work aspect. Like oh, if I there's love Bethany Frankel, right? Like whatever the hours of the day. Did you watch her show, The Big Shot? I haven't. Should I? Is it fabulous? It's okay. So I became friends with one of the contestants. You know, you become friends, like you said, chemistry. I had one of the contestants right. on this. Her publicist called, pitched me. I'm like, oh, we'll talk about Bethany. Sure. The answer is yes. I'm very easy. <laughs> like, so I became friends with her. And then I was like, I probably should watch this. Like it's, it's some people loved it. A lot of people hated it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't bad. It wasn't right. bad. It wasn't considering it's Bethany. It should have been phenomenal. Right, right. Well, I have some friends on it, like people that I used to work with who now work with her, like this wonderful, hilarious person called Corey. I don't know if you noticed yeah, Corey, Corey Provencher, yes. who's so damn funny, you know? Um, great. What I what, what I love about you, by the way, on your Instagram um, uh, page, is that it's basically just you and like Kim D. Like the whole thing is you and the New Jersey Housewives. That's That's hilarious. And I think, you know, tell me about that. Can you? Yeah, I mean, I, you know what it is? Well, first of all, I have just fell in with them a long time ago. It just was one of those things. I like really authentic people. So like, I don't care Mm -hmm. what your shtick is, you know, just be authentic. Like, I don't care if you're, so Kim is a very authentic person. It's honestly probably why she didn't last on the show as like for you know a long time like she's not really I could never I don't even know how she ever did the show like she's not you know how it is like in tv like if you get a call and you're going to be involved some people go from like wanting it to then having like demands it's like honey you just signed the contract you don't got no demands you're gonna like I get how it works you shut up and you do your job (laughs) Mm -hmm. so Kim doesn't really you know not in a like money way but she's just herself so if like someone says go and fight with that one she'll be like but I'm not mad at her. I'm like, like, Kim, that's not the assignment. Okay. Just do what they tell you to do and hold on to the pocketbook and deposit the check. Right. So Kim is very authentically herself and she's obsessed with me. And I say that like, she's just like, she's, I I love it. That's so fun. I love having Kim D be obsessed with you. If I picked up and moved to New Jersey tomorrow, it would be the best day of her life. That's right. Wow. And what's the name of her shop again? I forgot. I and I say that with no ego or anything. <laughs> exactly. Posh. 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 Right. Exactly. Posh. Posh, darling. Posh. Yeah. Somehow. I, and like, I know the New York girls too, but I kind of just fell in with a Jersey. So I'm like one of those, like every time I'm going to New Jersey and I'm in Uber, I'm like, there's every time. Wrong. How often do you go to New Jersey and why, darling? Why? Does Thank you. Work? Well, during, you know, they're realizing, oh, yeah. you know what it is? A lot of the Jersey girls house they're like oh it's safe in the city i'm like it's safe come in like you know it's like you gotta i see it's the city's back it's kind of bad and it's not what Mm -hmm. it was but it's kind of back it feels normal it does it feels better it feels better i was there like on saturday i went to this fantastic event and it was really fun it was hot i think about the city when it's hot for me Uh, i get a little hysterical not just not just panicky but i get like literally hysterical you know I have to I have like I, I I was at this fantastic event on 42nd Street. They closed the street down for this incredible organization called The New 42, which is about arts education. And it was okay. this amazing show with Sarah Bareilles in the middle of the day on 42nd. I mean, where else is this going to happen? Right. Right. And but I was like in this like stanchioned off area. And I was like, I, I felt so I was really hot and I couldn't. It was fantastic, the thing. But I get a little bit hysterical, like in elevators. By the way, that's all I dream about are like elevators, like the shutting of elevator doors. Really? Yeah. How do I get out of here? I'm not kidding. 
I don't have that, but that, the heat makes me like, I'm not a hot person. Like I would rather have it be freezing and have me like too. a chunky sweater and like uh, a chunky sweater for sure. A tweed, lovely tweed or a cashmere. Yeah. Yes. And like a nice coat. Speaking of housewives, I mean, you know, quite a few. I Who, do. So, okay. The last time you were here, let's start with this. You said that Sutton is your favorite best dress housewife. You gave right. the vote to Sutton. Well, you know, only because it looks like she dresses herself, you know? Whereas like some of the others, and also Kyle, it looks like Kyle looks like she dresses herself. Whereas like you have like Erica Jane, who I live for, you know, and she's a Barbie doll. She has a squad and they do it, you know? Um, and then you have Lisa Rinna. Actually, you know what? Lisa dresses herself too. Lisa's pretty damn chic, right? Lisa's looking very chic these days. I like that she sees a whole kind of niche thing for herself and she's like oh yes I'm the tailored one like I will be in the tailored suit I will be in like the sweater and slacks as opposed to you know she sticks to it Dorit who is like you know Dorit who just is full on you know kind of done from head to toe right yeah I do not I mean what do you think because I debate with people like this all the time like designers are not I mean Louis Vuitton is not giving Dorit Kemsley that those free clothes right they're not you think you they think? are? I don't, I don't know. know. I bet it's a kind of like a give and take situation. That's my guess, you know? That's my guess. And the thing is, like, you know, I said this once to Andy on his show, and I mean this, and I mean this in a crate, I'm just as an observation, because I love profanity. I love me it. Me too. You know, like I every just, third I have a horrible thing. mouth. Me too. Here. But you I mean, like, in general, I'm... you know, like when you're doing a room, you have to have a lot of profane things. That, you know what I mean? Not that, but by profane, I mean like very inexpensive or obviously not chic or obviously gauche or something in the room has to be off, you know? Yeah. And and so when I look at the way these women dress, like it's so profane, you know? And I, and I think like, well, okay, wait a minute now, wait a minute now, if you keep doing profane, it's just going to be profane. You know what I mean? Whereas like, you kind of have to now think a little bit more about being like a woman or something, you know, as opposed to just being a doll. Like, I think it's important to like be a woman also. That's all. I'm just making that yeah. little observation, you know? What did and Andy That's what say? I like about, well, Andy was, oh, he laughed. I was talking about Charo. I was like, you know, the more you do Charo, in the end you just become Charo, which could there be anything better? No, obviously no. not. But I just want these women to understand. It's like, if you keep doing Charo, you're going to be Charo. Hooray. Hooray, by the way. Hooray. I can't tell you how much traveling I've been doing in the past few weeks and airports and airplanes are packed. People want to get away. Listen, if your dreams of that vacation or enjoying the fun of life are turning back into a reality for you, don't stress over the financial setbacks that can keep you from saying yes. Credit Karma is here to help you keep your financial goals in check so you won't have to hit pause on a good time. Credit Karma's game-changing technology shows you tailored offers for credit cards and personal loans that you're more likely to be approved for so you can apply with more confidence. They use your credit and other financial information to show you custom recommendations. Whether you want cash back, travel rewards, or to consolidate debt, Credit Karma can help you find the offers that fit your goals because your goals may not be the same as my goals. With a selection of options and approved odds, you have the power to make informed decisions. Credit Karma, apply with confidence and you will be on that beach enjoying that drink 
in no time. Go to creditkarma.com slash podcast to learn more and find offers tailored just for you. That's creditkarma.com slash podcast. Or you can see your offers on the Credit Karma app. Apply with confidence today. Go to creditkarma.com slash podcast or the Credit Karma app. We love Charles. Listen, we Lumpo, do. I mean, but come you, on. You, you see what I'm saying here, doll. Yeah. Right? You see what I'm saying. If you keep doing like sex blow up doll, you're going to be a sex blow up doll. Good for you. Just know it. That's all. Just know it. I think Erica's a sex blow up doll. And Dorit, I think, is a walking billboard for Louis Vuitton at this point and right. a couple other right. brands. But that's I mean, okay. But just know it. That's all. If you're aware of it, then that's perfect that it's legitimate. You know? Maybe she is. I didn't think she was. I just assumed. I mean, maybe I'm being a snob. I just assumed that. Louis wouldn't give, I mean, they would give maybe stuff to, I don't know. Like, oh, I don't know. But Do not I, know anymore? I don't know anymore. I, I, I don't know. I, don't I, know I would defer to Isaac Mizrahi over David Yontef if I was going to ask. <laughs> I mean, except I'm so, I'm like, I am not from that thing where you give things away. I mean, you borrow things, you lend things, but I don't know about giving stuff. Sometimes if you love someone a lot, you give them stuff because you just love them, you know? Um, but I mean, I'm not sure how it works. I really am not sure. I mean, I don't remember calling people to come to my fashion shows. They just came. You know, it's like I was friends with Liza. She came to my shows. You know, I was friends with Sandra. She, I was friends with Roseanne. She came, you know, like these people who came to my shows because they were friends of mine and they and they wanted to come or like Prince showed up because he heard it was really fun, you know, or like De Niro was there because he, he liked to see like, you know, the eye candy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's why. And, and now it's all about like booking the first row. I think your mm-hmm. publicist books the first row, you know? Yeah. So. Did you ever have any interactions with the God that is Prince? No, except he came to my show and, and they didn't tell us who they, who, who, you know, they didn't tell us who it was. Wow. Like it was somebody who said he's coming, he's on his way up the stairs. And then it was him, you know? And so this person who worked with me at the time, this wonderful um, public relations person called Dawn, she placed him next to Sandra. And there's like a famous picture of them sitting next to each other at the first row of my show. And like, I would say this is like 1996 or something or five, 1995. Yeah. And does Sandra call you at least once a week and say, thank you, Isaac. Like, <laughs> this is one of well, the best pictures we, of my entire you know life. She, we have been, we have been sort of bonding more and more these days, you know, because we were besties, besties, besties. And yeah. then we kind of, you know, it, attrition, attrition, you know, it's like you grow apart and you still say, Hey, I love you. Hey, I love you. But it's, it's grow. You know, it's like, we're not every day in each other's lives. And when we first met, I tell you, David, we were literally at dinner every night and it wasn't like we had anything vested. It was just because I live for her and we love to be together and we made each other scream laughing. You know what I mean? So it was literally like, okay, we better not have dinner tonight because people are going to start thinking we're obsessed, you know? I'm not kidding. And so that went away a little bit, but now, I mean, we don't have dinner every night, but I do like love her and she's more in my life now. And I'm so, I'm pleased to report that. I'm pleased. Listen, I could see you and Sandra. I mean, you are kind of the same person. I mean, you know, from the limited experience (laughs) I've had with both of you. I mean, you're the gay male version of her. And thank you. You're both nice Jewish girls and you just happen to be a man. And (laughs) I mean, you both live like, you know, in the same general vicinity of New York. I, 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 I get it. I get it. This is true. This is true. 
Well, speaking of that, let's go back to those 90s. Like, talk to me about, because didn't you have some nights out with, you know, her and Madge? Like, do you... Mm -hmm. Okay, could we just, like, just let me live through you vicariously for a minute? There was a minute where, you know, you went... Madonna was very into the gaiety burlesque. Like, she was there, like, three times a week. It was was this place on, literally on 42nd Street and, like, 8th Avenue or 9th Avenue at Show World, upstairs at Show World. Was it upstairs at Show World? Well, there was also upstairs at Show World that we used to sometimes drop in on, right? But the Gaiety Burlesque was like this tiny little club, but it was like a male strip club. And we went there. I went with that. They were always there, like Madonna and Sandra and all of those people. And one night I went with them to that place and it was really fun. And where else did we go? One night... um, Oh, there were so many like fun nights. I can't even tell. I feel a little bit like gross talking about it because it's like my own cherished little thing and I feel like if I were Madonna listening to this I'd be going really queen you're like telling everybody that you went to dinner you know but I I'm sorry it's like you asked so I mean it's a big world it was a big world full of people I remember I remember that Sandra okay here's one really amazing thing that you have to know there was this hotel on 45th street called the Royalton Okay, yeah. And it had just opened in like 1992 or something. And that was the place Sandra stayed. It was like one of those, um, one of the places that, um, oh, what's his name? The owner of Studio 54 when he came back. Steve Rebell? No, No, not Steve Rebell. The other one. Um, Oh, I can't think of his name. He's wonderful. And his wife is wonderful. And he's like Norma Kamali's best friend. I think they dated for a minute in the old days. But I just had with Kamali on this. Isn't she? Oh my God! How did you? How how do we love Norma Kamali? Let us count. Lots and you know also good bones. Also not bad. The bone department. Okay, such good bones, and it's totally organic. Like, listen, I mean, you don't don't know who you're gonna like. (laughs) Oh, I thought you meant the bones. No, no, maybe the bones are not. No, here and there, yeah, exactly. But But her and I just like I absolutely loved her. Like so generous and amazing. And yes, she has great bone structure. And she yes. Well, anyway, so. Sandra used to stay at this hotel, the Royalton, and that was fun, darling. That was fun, okay? Because she was like this magnet for like everybody. Everybody just loved her. And it was about the place. And it was about the glamour of like a party being thrown in her room, you know, like at God knows, like a Tuesday at like, you know, whatever time. And then Elizabeth Saltzman going, oh, you know, we're hungry. Someone called Mr. Chow. I'm going to send a card. This is before like Uber Eats, darling. And like, you know, the food would come from Mr. Chow. I mean, it was something so unbelievable. And like, you know, Naomi and I don't know who Madonna and just the most glamorous people in the world, like in this little room or downstairs. I remember having lunch with Sandra and Naomi and she told this story in her show. It was so great. Naomi was eating a BLT and she called the waiter over and nobody knew what was going on. And she said, oh, wait, uh, this, this, this sandwich is scraping my gums. Please take it away because it was scraping up. It was something so divine. It was like a moment, you know? You're like, just like, wait, am I watching this? Am person? I really watching this happen? Exactly, yes. But at the time, she was just Naomi. She was just this beautiful, very difficult, let's put it that way. She was difficult, but gorgeous and worth it, but difficult. And she was there at the table and we thought, oh, you know, Naomi's returning another sandwich. All right, but the whole thing about it scraping her gums and it went into Sandra's show and she did it for years and it was just great, but- the sandwich is scraping my gums. 
That's amazing. Mr. Chow's being delivered in the middle I of mean, the night is amazing. And, I you mean, know, Madonna at a burlesque strip club is amazing. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious, darling. Does, does it ever shock you like that, you know, that Madonna is Madonna? You know what I mean? Like she was still big no, like when she was- no, no, because I met her through Sandra and she was already a massive, massive star. So I was a little- shell-shocked when I started to, to go out with them, you know? And I was also a little quiet around her because I was, like, scared of her a little bit, you know? And she's not anyone... It's so funny, like, if you ever kind of get to know her, she's really not this person to be scared of. But in the beginning, you know, I mean, like, what if... What if suddenly Katy Perry and you were you were sort of like going out? You know, I remember we were in Paris once, me and Madonna having dinner. I promise this happened. Having dinner with Jean-Paul Gaultier in, like... I think it was not such a nice neighborhood. It was like the chic restaurant in like Pigalle or something, right? And Madonna was like, oh, let's take a walk after dinner. I was like, okay, right? So we're taking a walk and I noticed like, there's like a swath, like there's just all this room around Madonna and me and, and Jean-Paul, right? And, I, and then suddenly like there was a detail, there was a security detail, like, you know, every 20 feet, there was like a person standing around Madonna as she walked in Pigalle in Paris, like, you know, at 9 p.m. after dinner. And so I thought, okay, get it? You get it, right? You get it. That's who Madonna is. You have a, you have a detail with you at all times, you know? That's not a bad night out. No, no, it wasn't. It was not a bad night out. If only you could remember the name of the restaurant because it was really good, but... The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And I think being a little scared of Madonna in the beginning, I mean, I, I would be a little scared. You would be, you would be a little scared. I went to her, I went to her house once. This is a famous, I'm not revealing anything now, but she was topless at this. She had a new year's party at her apartment once and she was topless. And I walked in and it was like, Madonna, darling, you're not wearing, and she was like, you have spinach in your teeth. And it was like, oh, thanks. And it was like, she, it was like nothing. But to me, it was a little shocking that this person was wearing no, no top at the party do you have a favorite madonna era like throughout you know we have Ray of yes Light, i and do now we have i loved and- i loved her when she was blonde you know when she was very very early on when she was blonde i have to tell you like i know it's really simple but there was something about the blonde hair and the flats and like the little skinny skinny little black pants and papa don't preach and the mm-hmm. red lipstick it was so marilyn monroe and so like just soul searing, you know, like you will never forget, like that's who she is to me, you know, that those little skinny, skinny, remember those skinny black ankle pants and that and shiny like the, material. Like the, it was like a little sailor, like sailor scoop yeah. thing. And then this red lip and this 
big white Marilynish kind of hair. That's my thing about Madonna. I love her as a blonde. It's also one of the best songs. It's hers. really a good song. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good song. I think my favorite song is Get Into the Groove, though. I mean, you can, if really? that starts playing, I will not sit down. Yeah, I have to dance to that. Yeah. Desperately Seeking Susan, one of the best I movies. mean, excuse me. Hello, the best movie ever made. Rosanna Arquette. I mean, I oh, the Rosanna one time Arquette. I met Rosanna Arquette, she was literally speechless that out of everything in the entire universe, I just wanted to chat for a few minutes about Desperately Seeking Susan. I'm like, <laughs> I can't be the only person that this oh, is where God. they go. Oh, no, but that's she, the first place I go. Yeah, she was, she was very nice and lovely. And she wasn't upset. She was just like, could not, like, she was almost like, what? Like, really? <laughs> she was, she obliged, but she just was like, right. why? Like, and I'm like, Rosanna, it's literally the best movie. And she's like- And I'm like, gay. And yeah, I mean, why. like, there's a queen in the world and her name is Madonna. Yes. And there's a king in the world and his name is Aiden Quinn. Remember how cute he was? Oh my God. He was very cute. Yeah. Very, very cute. What about, you know, because I know, you know, last time we talked, you were just about to release your Cafe Carlisle with Leah Delaria. Right. And you have your stand-up show. That's right. Have you ever seen the Countess Cabaret? Did you get any I've advice seen it from Lauren? On the show. I've seen it on the show. I haven't seen it in real life. Have you seen it in real life? I missed it in real life, but I should go. Luann, I know very well too. I've seen it like about, yeah. I can't count how many is times that I've seen right? it. Is that right? Is that right? Is that right? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm making it my business in, in post-pandemic to go see um, the Countess and Friends. It's going to be, it's being revised. She was just on the Yay. show too. So it's a good one. You oh, know, really? maybe she'll ask you for some advice. Or I'll ask her for some advice. Or we'll, or, or we'll all just ask Sonia Morgan for some advice. What do we think of, are you, do you watch The Housewives? Like, are you up sure. on like this I season? watch, at the moment, I'm watching New York and Los Angeles, you know. Um, and I was watching, you know, uh, uh, Dallas for a minute. And I was watching um, a few things for a minute. And I like it. It's also funny. I religiously watch New York and LA, though. Same so, thing. Who yeah. do you think has the best style out of the New York girls? Oh, good. We could question. say present, I guess. Sonia, Leah, Ooh. Ramona, yeah. Luann, or Ebony. Is that yeah, five. I think it's Leanne. I mean, I, th- I think it's Luann. I think Luann really. You know, I just like. I just think she's so damn pretty, and and it's never about how she's, it's just about like, wow, her body looks so good. You know, the clothes and the jewelry, whatever. It's not a thing. It's just how incredible she is. She's so pretty. And her daughter is so gorgeous. Oh my God. Her daughter looks like something. She looks like, like a Proust hero. So like, a, like she looks like, you know, uh, Gilbert to Albertine or something. She's like some French aristocrat, her daughter, right? Lu- her I daughter think Lu- is like gorgeous. Yes. And Luann has gotten just like is aging. I don't understand, like backwards on Like she's really gorgeous. I know, I know. I mean, and, and, and it's not about the way she puts herself together. I mean, she's fine. We don't find fault with it. I'm not saying it's, it's not faulty, but that's what I like. It's just because she always looks so damn good. You know, it's never what she's wearing. It's always the bones. You know, she's really tall and she has that frame and she doesn't have huge, enormous boobs. So to me, like clothes look really, really, really chic on her. That's my thing about Luann, you know? It's not about, I could see that. that. you know what I mean? It's like a little bit more kind of, and I guess that's because I'm old. That's because I'm old. I just no, like, I'm, look real. I like bodies that look real. And you do. Yeah, I just do. 
Sorry. You know, you do. Last time you were here, you said that you preferred Kendall Jenner over the yes, over the other Kardashians. I do, I do, I do. Yes, I do. You like the natural look. I think that's okay. I don't mind if you take hours to make yourself look natural, but I just I don't know what it is. And I I love artifice. I love when it's picked and chosen as opposed to just all kind of really, I mean, come on, you know, then it's a costume and that's fine. And that's the way a lot of people are. And listen, nobody loves a club kid or a queer kind of like amazing fashion thing more than me, but I'm talking about like those people that you're asking me about. And I just, I, I tend to like when they look more kind of and it could be Natural. the most artificial thing in the world. Yeah, exactly. What about Leah? What do you think about Leah's style? I mean, I like her now. I like her this season more. I like that she's not drinking, I have to tell you. I like that they're kind of curbing the drink kind of backs, you know, the, 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 the B we've story. We've seen it. Like, yeah, we've yeah, seen it's it. It's like, come on. All right, we got it. Y'all are drinkers. We, we love it. It's funny. Okay, what else? And I like that Leah is kind of doing the what else now. You know, congratulations to Leah. It's time. And like that one week with Sonia, it was like uncomfortable. I was like, if we're going to have a whole season of this again, it's like, no, I was like, yeah, I couldn't. I could. That's what it made me. It just, it hurts your heart. You know, when you see someone do that and abuse themselves like that, it just, it hurts me, especially because by the way, like I saw Sonia, I don't know her. Um, I don't know Leah either. Uh, I don't know any of them except Luann and Bethany and, and um, oh, who was the crazy one that I love? That I wish they keep. I keep wishing they Kelly Benzimon. No, well, I know Kelly for a hundred years. But I figured no, the one who was like married to the guy who did the fabrics. He had like home textile, like oh, Jill Zarin, big store. Jill Zarin, right? But um, I just I used to know Jill Zarin a little bit, but uh, but I don't really know them, and I forgot what I was going to say. I forgot completely. Forgot what I was going to say. Anyway, about the drinking, maybe. What about? Do you think Salt? Do you watch Salt Lake? I do. Yeah, I do. I I stopped watching it at some point because it just hurt me to watch these girls go at each other. It was just too much pain. I couldn't take it anymore. You know, at first it was kind of funny. And and the person, you know, I'm obsessed with Brooks Marks, right? Like obsessed. I, he was him, him and Meredith were both on this show. Meredith. Oh, Meredith. Meredith. Her style is so hot. Who I referred to as Rachel on, on Andy's show. I was like, what's her name again, Rachel? Because I just, I see her as this kind of, she's, well, she said somewhere they said that she was originally Jewish. And so it was like, oh, okay, of course. So Rachel or something, you know, Rivka. You could call her Rivka. (laughs) She's gorgeous. And yes, Brooks is like, that's really authentic. He's, he's, it's not an act. That's all authentic. Yes, yes, yes. A good one to be obsessed with. What about like, you know, with COVID, like now we're coming out of it. Like, what do you think about like red carpets? Like, are we, you know, we just went through, I had Melissa Rivers on recently to chat about the red carpet season. Right. What do you think? Like, are we going to get back to fashion shows and red carpets or is the whole thing? Yeah, I guess so. It's going to be more, it's going to be different. I can't say how it's going to be different, but it will be different. Um, I think it's going to be, more selective. I don't think it's going to be as many red carpets. I think it's going to be fewer, you know, that's my point. I think they're going to be fewer events in future, like live events. And the live events are going to be like really fabulous and really careful and really, you know, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of looking forward to that, but I'm also mourning the fact that like live events are going to have to be like more careful and more, you know, I remember when I was a kid, when I worked at Perry Ellis, like Suzanne Barsh. Oh, I yeah. How, I'm t- wait a second. 
she would go like, I, I'm not sure where she was in the world, but at some point in New York City, she would say, okay, the party tonight is at the Brooklyn Bridge on the second, like below, underneath on the Brooklyn Bridge. And you just went. I don't know how we found out about these parties, but we just went to these parties in like the late 80s and the early 90s. And it was something so dangerous and so fun and so crazy and hot. I mean, I don't use the word hot a lot. I think it's a sort of a gross thing, but it was hot, man. That was hot, you know? And I think that that might not happen so much anymore. You know, um, I think now it's going to have to be like people have vetted and cards and things and not just for the near future, but I think in general, it's going to get safety always is going to be more of a concern. And I, and I hate that in some ways, but I also like it in a lot of ways, you know? I also yeah. like it in a lot of ways. I didn't realize, I mean, restaurants, no, but I went out to like a bar the other night in Chelsea and they were like, I mean, thank God it was like two blocks from my house, but they were like, you cannot come in. Like we have to see the card. Right. And I was like, I just had no idea. I mean, you know, or a photocopy. I'm like, it's not a big deal. I could walk home two blocks, but I really don't want it. <laughs> right. Then you argue and you're like, okay, I'm not going to win this argument. Like this is a bigger issue, David, just go home and get the damn card. But I think that's going to be, a lot now I do too I do too it's going to be built into the thing and we're going to get used to it you know we're going to get used to like less and better I think you know I think less so. and better yeah what about because last time I asked you too about sex in the city it's well underway now or... <gasps> we can't wait right I can't wait I can't wait I, I well I can't wait I, I mean, mean I can't wait that's all we can say I mean what else can you say what do you Have think you seen- of about the fact that Patricia Field is not going to be involved. She's not? Well, I don't know if you've seen it. It was also a great show, Emily in Paris. Did you watch Emily in Paris? I tried Emily in Paris. I just didn't, it didn't connect for me. But really? Do you really? watch Younger? Do you watch Younger with Daddy? I tried Younger too. And somehow it's just a little bit, it's not, it's like, you know, there's something about Sex in the City that, you know, yes, it's candy, but it's also like a little smarter, you know, it's there's something smart about it and a little edgy, you know, like they actually take it somewhere, you know, whereas like Emily in Paris and, and younger, it's just complete suspension of disbelief and complete candy, you know, it's candy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I should try again, possibly. I, I mean, I love the candy because then I don't have to think <clears throat> about life, but Patricia right. Field did season one of Emily in Paris and is oh, she did? engaged and it's Darren Starr and it's all in the family. Ah, right. Of course. So no Patricia. Field. So how did it not, how did she not do that? Why did, why? I think the timing, I think it's literally oh, like right oh, now at the same oh, time. Oh, 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 it's oh, kind oh, of I like, see, it's see. kind of like, which I don't understand. I mean, I do understand, but like, it's kind of like on one share tour, she had to announce that her things weren't going to be Bob Mackie because <gasps> the timing, I mean, but like what Bob get what, what? Like, how make an, it can work. you get an assistant? Yeah. I know exactly. I bet, I bet, um, I don't know. We can't really say. I'm sorry because Patricia Fields is really just, she's always been the craziest thing in the world. I love her. Hi, Patricia. <laughs> Hi, Patricia. Come on my show behind the velvet. You robe. should. Of course she would. She would love you. Are you kidding? Patricia Fields would love you, but she's on my, I, I got to talk to Patricia Fields. Well, okay. So, I mean, she's not going to be involved. Do you think that's going to change it? And I mean, where is no, your, you know, no, because I feel like, well, at least Sarah Jessica, um, she knows clothes. She, honey, she's going to be styled with an inch for life. And, 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 and she really does know clothes. And I really think that she will solve the problem of not having Patricia Fields. You know, it's just, I wish it could be part of it because she was such an integral part of the rest of it, you know? 
Yeah. Well, I still think you need to get a call because you were in the first installment. You made some cameos. You're so right, darling. You're so right. But just I put it out where there. Where are they? I think they probably wrapped. Right now. Probably, right? Yeah. Too late. But <laughs> Do you have any guilty TV now as you are out there in the Hamptons? Like, are you? Are you kidding? What isn't guilty TV? I mean, what's guilty TV? Oh, um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Did we talk about this? Because no. we didn't talk about it. Harvey, darling, Harvey, okay, seriously. Um, That's else? a good line. I mean, so much. I, I, did, I, did, we, did we talk about the Gilmore Girls? Because- We have I mean, not talked about the Gilmore but listen, anything with a talking cat, like you have me, like Sabrina was amazing. Oh yeah, well that was, forget it, it was so good, right? Um, well, the Gilmore Girls is really guilty. Mary Tyler Moore, guilty TV. I just watch it on a loop. I just watch it on really? a loop. Yeah. Um, I watched this thing called Call My Agent, which was not guilty. I thought it was just great. Did you see any of it? No, I don't even it's know what so it is. It's so wonderful. Call My Agent, it's, it's French and there are subtitles and you can understand little bits of what they're saying, but it's really, really, really funny. And again, it's like, it's, you have to suspend disbelief a little bit, but it's so zany that you kind of just give into it and love it. And it all takes place in Paris and it just makes you want to like go to Paris and, you know, have an affair with some businessman in like a suit with a scarf, you know? Yeah. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Bring it on. As we exactly. wrap up, I mean, listen, we talked about Debbie, Harry, Belinda, and Madonna in one yes, sitting. So did. Like, oh my I'm, gosh. Th- this is why you love Belinda, though, because she looks, she's like a Luann. She looks natural. She just looks incredible. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Would you ever do a reality show? I mean, not, I mean, I know you've done Project Runway and like fashion show and all this, but like, if it yeah. was the right Yes, I, I would. I mean, I, I, I'm working on something. It's kind of a reality, but it's more about, it's more like a process doc kind of a show that I'm trying to sell. So hopefully it's, it's enough reality. You know, I, I never saw Unzipped as a reality thing, but it did influence in that, you know, um, it was technically a documentary, but before that, before what was the one truth or dare, yeah. it didn't really have like fun, gorgeous looking documentaries. You had documentaries about, you know, uh, Holocaust survivors or violin makers or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. They're usually serious and it was study and I love a great documentary, right? But, but this changed it a little bit, that movie and my movie. And, um, and since then, I think like, you know, now reality TV is, you know, it's sort of this crazy thing, and 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 there's some of it that we can't get enough of, but there's also some of it that's just lazy and just you can see where they're just creating um, uh, 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 what uh, conflict, like a scenario, yeah. right? They're creating a conflict, and and so like I I, I like the idea of calling what I want to do process doc series. That's what I want to do, process doc. I could see a good process doc. Anything else going on for you? Anything you want to cover before we leave? I always have my own agendas, but I like to give people a chance at the end. I mean, you're working on possibly a podcast. Yes. Um, I've worked on so many things I've been working on, but I feel like it's dull to talk about until like you're doing the kind of announcement. But yeah, so. And maybe some more cabaret soon. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm doing this show on the 15th, I don't know when this airs, of June, 15th of June. It's a show to celebrate Manolo Blahnik at the Carlisle because he's opening a new shop in New York City. And so it's like, you know, I, I mourn the loss of his old shop, okay? Yeah. 
And yeah, but he's opening a new shop. And so I'm doing this kind of hilarious show that's being streamed to people. You know, it's being streamed. Like someone is sending dinner. I think it's like Jean-Georges or something. Somebody's like sending dinner and I'm going to appear at the, cab, at, at, the, at the Cafe Carlisle with Sandra. Actually, Sandra's performing with me at that show. Oh my too, God. So that'll be really fun. Well, this is coming out right after that, but maybe, oh, I'll do sadly. A te- maybe I'll do a teaser right before that. You and Sandra are performing. Do it. Where and I'll I'll be sure to take more pictures with Kim D and put them on my Instagram. You later. must because you kind of look like family. It's like not unrelated. It's kind of familial resemblance. Listen, the next time she comes into the city, you'll come out with us. I think we're even going to okay. be in Hampton. So she's fine. She's fine. All right, I like it. Where can everyone find you on Instagram or online? I am Isaac Mizrahi. That's there are two verified accounts, and the one that I do personally is called I am Isaac Mizrahi. That's easy. And on Twitter, it's also called, I think it's just called Isaac Mizrahi. I'm not sure what Twitter is called. But. Everyone needs to follow you. And it's Gay Pride. So, I mean, happy yes. Pride Month, right? Oh, my God. Happy Pride Month. When did I, you watch, yeah, did you watch, pose? that was something. No. Did you watch any of the Pride series on, on FX? Not, Christine I Vachon. Oh, not my yet, God. It it's everything. David Yontif, it's everything. And you know what? It made me, like, mad. You know, I watched it. And listen, I have levels of anger. I have levels of, you know, kind of uh, revolution in my, I'm that kind of person to begin with. Not as much as some other people out there. Yeah, I'm like probably the same as you. Like I'm not. But when you watch this, you go like, I cannot believe that we are still not where we should be. You know, gay, queer, transgender, all of that. It's shocking that people are still not accepting. I mean, forget about like, transgender people they are tortured okay but just being gay is still so hard you know i can't believe we are still there and when you watch this doc it's five or six parts and it's great and you go like how we are not in the streets every day just screaming like gay rights gay rights trans rights queer rights queer rights like how is that not a thing you know we forget no i have a friend she's a lesbian and she'll call me and like we're joking but she'll call me and she'll be like they hate us david they hate us they hate us they do they really do and it's like what happened now? or they what love did you- us or they love us you right know? or they tolerate us you know yeah it's a whole th- but so, it, that's yeah you on- can't win <laughs> no you, you can't, can't win with win. a smart jewish fag like me darling you can't uh, win. Same here, sweetie. That's on my agenda, though. But Pose, did you watch Pose with Miss Yes, Sandra? I did. I did. Yes, I it's did. Over. I watched it's sad. it. I know. I didn't watch the last one. I have it on DVR. I'm going to watch it like tonight or tomorrow night. It is sad. It's a good one. Yes. I'm going to watch it. And Halston. I haven't watched Halston yet. Was it great? No. You're making a... Was it... I didn't love it. I'm sorry. Really? I did not love the Halston doc. Nope. I'm, the doc I love. You could watch the doc is great. The one on Prime. Yeah. The series, I don't know. I just, I didn't, I was, it made me a little like kind of, I hated the portrait. I was like so two-dimensional. Just the storytelling was so unimaginative, you know? And he deserved huh. better. He deserved better. He was such a great, great designer, you know? A legend. It, it didn't work for me. I'm sorry. Sorry, there's an opinion, you know? But the doc is great. I'll watch the doc over the series. You should. I'll it's do it. shorter too. It's less of your life. But. Oh, and then of course I couldn't take my eyes off it. I watched all five parts. So go on, you know, go figure. Everyone's talking about the series though. Like you have to, you have to, you have to. Really? Like, and they love, 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 love? I Everyone is like, you're crazy. How could you not have seen it? 
Well, that, but you know, you see something, do you have to like it to see it? I don't think so. And by the way, can I just say, yes. like you can say you like things or dislike things. You can, it's America, you know? We're still allowed to say, <laughs> right? I mean, barely, yes. barely, 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 yeah, barely. But but I think, I have a theory, I think it is going to go the other way. Maybe not today, but I yes. think people are there's something is brewing and people oh. it's just going to be like, I don't give a fuck. I'm I don't care. It. I'm just going to say this. I know exactly. Me too. I've gotten a little more of myself in the past two or three months. I mean, I think you should be able to say if you don't believe in something like I don't, I don't, I, I don't need everyone to love gay people. I don't give a shit if they love me. I just need like laws. You know what I'm saying? I need right. laws so that I can be exist. But you can totally not like that I'm gay. You can totally be squeamish about what I do or something. That's okay with me. Like, I'm not kidding. David, I mean that. All right. But it's, it's, it's this idea that we don't have the same rights. That's what freaks me out. Okay. But I don't mind if someone, you know, I don't believe in guns. I don't like when people carry guns, but you know some people you got to give it in just say okay guns it's just the whole crazy thing that like you know i think that the republicans are 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 vicious you know it's like they're 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 just they're they're now like sort of digging their heels in and saying nope we are not going to do anything to help race relations we are gonna do whatever we can to sort of you know, uh, proliferate this ridiculous kind of supreme white dominance over everything. The few rich white people that run everything, they're going to stay in power. And that's just that. I mean, that's what the fuck, right? It's like that agenda is just not going to fly. Can they just, who cares? Like, why do they care about that? You know, is it that they have so much money and so much power that they can tell jillions of Americans that they can go fuck themselves because they're still in, I don't understand how that works. You know, I'm similar to you though, in the sense that like, I don't care either. Like if people hate, like, I'm just like, we can have differences of opinion. Like when, when did that become like, like, why can't you completely not agree with anything that I like? You must, you must, like that's okay. We could still hang out and exist like it doesn't mean why when what I want to have everyone in my life that thinks exactly like me when did that become like that sounds boring to me right right and and now it's like if somebody doesn't get vaccinated you automatically think they're QAnon because it's like well what else you supposed to believe you know what I'm saying right and it's and that's what upsets me because it's like that's where we are culturally and that is a little bit scary because you know, there are people who just don't want to get vaccinated. They're afraid of something. And okay, yeah. it's like, what can I tell you? Like, do it. But, I, I, but, but, but a lot of times it really is the agenda. You know, it's the agenda. It was the agenda before Biden was president. Like, yeah, we're just not going to, we're going to like ignore this. It's going to go away. You know, it's like, so don't get vaxxed. Don't wear a mask. I was like, wait, why did you politicize this? Just listen. You know, we believe in science, don't we? You know, everything is not political. I, 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 I agree with you. <sighs> Yes. Sorry to get you riled up. I know. I'm sorry at the end. No, I love it. I love it. No, I am. uh, Listen, I've started. I really think it's going to be a thing where like, whatever you believe, you're going to start being like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. And I'm speaking and like, like even lately I've gotten in more and someone's like, oh, I'm an unfollow. I'm like, 
unfollow me. It's okay. Please tell your like, friends. Yeah. Tell like your friends. I once wrote that to someone. She's like, I am unfollowing you. I wrote her back like, tell your friends, darling. Tell your friends. And return all the clothes to QVC. Like, I'll pay the postage, you know? <laughs> That's, I was like, one more, le- one less download, oh. one less follower. Like, thank God my show can go on. Like, I can That's sleep right. better tonight. That's so true. You've been amazing. Say You're amazing as usual. All right, David Yomta. Keep in touch. You're great. Hi to Kim D. I'll tell her you send your love. (laughs) I'll tell Kim you said hi. You tell Sandy B I said hi. I will. I will. I will. I will. Okay. All right. Keep in touch. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon. Because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.